Hey there, welcome to the Podcast Manager Show. I am your host, Lauren Wrighton. And in today's episode, I am interviewing Casey Ackerman on streamlining your podcast management workflow with ClickUp. So if you are not familiar with ClickUp, it is a project management tool just like Trello or Asana or Monday. And in this episode, we are talking about the advantages of using ClickUp over other project management tools. And in this episode, we're talking about why we want a great system, the time and the stress that it saves us, if you should switch your system to ClickUp, and then all the other advantages of using ClickUp over another project management tool. You're going to hear Casey's story of how she went from being a dental office manager to being furloughed during COVID and starting her freelance business. She became a certified business manager and then now is a ClickUp expert. So she knows so many great tips for using ClickUp. And I think this episode is going to really inspire you to streamline things and create systems so that you are running a business that allows you to live a life outside of your business. (laughs) It makes everything so much more enjoyable. So without further ado, let's go chat with Casey. Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to the Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Casey, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Yes, I am really excited to dive into ClickUp because I know Trello best and don't know much about ClickUp. And I know you're, you are the expert in ClickUp. So you're going to be able to shed a lot of light <laughs> on ClickUp for us today. But I would love to first know, how did you first start working online? Yeah, so I actually started because of COVID. So I know probably a lot of people got started in 2020. And basically what happened was I was a dental office manager for about 10 years. COVID happened and due to the type of office we had, you know, all dental offices closed. So I immediately went to no income. And I went home and I told my husband, I was like, I don't think I want someone else controlling my life like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So my cousin actually went through Michaela's course and I called her and I was like, is this real? You know, like, I'm not, I don't know. Like, it sounds too good to be true. And she was like, no, it's real. Like I replaced my teaching income. I, you know, da, 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 da. So I immediately bought it that night (laughs) and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I bought it that night. I went through the whole course. I treated it like my full-time job in a sense because I didn't have one. And it just flourished. It, and it was like, you know, like, yes. <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Opening of, up like, the, of the clouds. Yeah. And it's so weird because I don't want to necessarily think COVID in a way, you know, because that was such a horrendous thing. But without that happening, I would not be here. I would still be, you know, at a dental office unhappy the whole nine, you know, that whole situation. Mm -hmm. So it's a very weird feeling for me to be like, oh yeah, I'm really thankful that the whole world's shut down, but it changed my life. It Mm -hmm. totally changed my life. So I got started as a virtual assistant. I quickly outgrew that and went into getting um, certified as an OBM. 
And from there, I found ClickUp. I clung to it. And here I am now with templates and a course and VIP days and just teaching people about ClickUp. So love it. Now, was it around the same time that you were really getting into ClickUp that ClickUp was also booming? Because I feel like ClickUp was like not known. And then all of a sudden it was like the hot thing. Yeah. So kind of, yeah, I got into ClickUp around like October of 2020 or so, maybe maybe a little before that, like September. But yes, it started booming. And so many people are like, what is ClickUp? Because Mm -hmm. a lot, you know, oftentimes I get this a lot. People make an account with ClickUp and then they immediately close the screen because it's so robust. And they're like, this isn't a project management tool. Like it's so much more than that. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's part of the boom as well of people like super interested in what it is and why they need it and why they should move from what they're using now um, or then, you know. So I was kind of involved in that big, like, ta-da, ClickUp is here. Yeah. (laughs) To save the day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So then before we get into the advantages of ClickUp, I would love for us to talk about just really the advantages of having a great project management tool. Because this is one of the questions I get a lot is like, how do you manage all of these details behind podcast management? And personally, I use Trello, but I think any of these tools, Asana, ClickUp can be used in similar ways, number one, and also in different ways, and they, they work with different people. So why do you love a great system, maybe? So I truly believe that you need systems and a project management tool and a CRM and just these different processes in your business to be able to grow your business. And what I tell people all the time is set up your systems and processes for where you want to be, not where you are right now. Because Mm -hmm. if you're in a place right now where you're just getting started and maybe you only have one client, it's probably super easy to do everything manual and just have a checklist off of your notepad to know that, you know, you edited the podcast and you wrote those show notes and, you know, X, Y, and Z. But as you start to get like four, five, seven clients, you are going to rip your hair out. (laughs) You're going to want to figure out like, how do I stay organized where I'm not missing deadlines? And I'm making sure that all of my clients are taking care of the way that I took care of my first client, you know? Mm -hmm. And also while not burning both ends of the candle, working, you know, from 7 a.m. to 8 o'clock at night and feeling like your business is draining you. Yeah. And also... That also brings me to my other part of it is freedom. So as you have these systems and processes, and by the way, those words are interchangeable. So whichever one speaks to you more, you start to find freedom in your business. You're able to, you know, I now take Fridays off completely. I don't work Fridays anymore. And I really only work about four to five hours a day. Um, So I've really cut my time almost in half because of the systems and processes I have in place. So for instance, you know, if someone were to sign up for a VIP day with me to get them set up outside of the actual VIP day that I do, it takes me maybe 30 minutes because everything is automated through ClickUp. It's automated through Dubsado and I barely have to lift a finger. And the difference in that of when I was doing that manually, you're looking at probably three hours to really make sure everything is onboarded, make sure you have a plan, you know, set up and click up and you make sure that you have all the things that you need. And that depletes your energy 
not only physically, but mentally, you know, and it starts to just drain you. And you're like, how do I keep doing this? You know, how do I keep going? And how do I not shut my business down? You know, because I, I don't like it anymore, (laughs) you know? So having it, it's just, it's very important. And clearly I'm very passionate about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things I think that really was cornerstone for me with having a good system was knowing when things were done for the week for a client and not like, you know, basically what you're speaking, what you said, missing deadlines, but like knowing, okay, I don't have to, I'm not going to wake up in the middle of the night and wonder, oh my gosh, did I forget something? Yeah. Because you know, you didn't, you know, you have a, a process in place of getting through the tasks for the week and then being able to completely set it aside. Because if you can't set aside that client work, then having more than a handful of clients is going to just, it's going to be way too much for your brain. I would, I would expect it would have definitely been for mine because then you're always like wondering what do I need to be doing when it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. And you're, you're always like, I, uh, when I did use notepads and sticky notes, I was constantly like flipping through pages, trying to find that like one thing that I wrote down, you know, that I missed on a client or I'm, or I was like scrolling through emails because they were like, Hey, can you do this? And I opened the email and then it went out of my brain because I opened it, you know, like it was no longer there. Um, right. And same with a, a notepad, you know, once you write it down, Sure, you remember it here, but the issue is like you said, then you wake up in the middle of the night remembering it here in your brain. <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't you don't have a process for it. And one thing I want to speak on that is if you still utilize that notepad or sticky notes, by all means do that. But what I highly, highly recommend is once you do that, to still put it in your project management tool with a due date. Because then that's even more peace of mind and more of that like overwhelm that goes away. It also takes away the energy that you need to use to remember it in your brain. And it allows you to kind of just say, okay, I know everything in my notebook is in, you know, ClickUp or Trello or whatever you use. I know that there's a due date on it. I know that it's going to get taken care of so I can sleep at night or I can enjoy dinner with my family and not think about work 24 seven, or I can go to the zoo with my kids because I know that everything is set up and planned. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you don't have those systems in place, you're not fully present in -hmm. anything you do, not just, you know, your kids or dinner or whatever, but just in general, like you're always, you know, on your phone or you're always thinking about it and a system allows you to just stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I still like, I love using sticky notes. Like you said, I, I still will in some capacities use a notebook and it's more for like focus and just like for fun. Because like you said, like I have notebooks that I've written like that that are full. I don't have, I'm not worrying about there's something important in there (laughs) because Mm -hmm. if it was important, it went somewhere else because yeah, yeah, like flipping through a notebook and trying to find something important that would never happen for me. I I don't have the attention span for that. (laughs) And then with like sticky notes, if I'm on a call, I'll write something down and it's more just kind of like to keep myself engaged, like I said, but yeah, always put it, if it's actually important, it goes in my key places of, hey, this task, like if it's here, it gets done. If it's anywhere else, no, it's a doodle. Yep, yep, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) love it. So then I, before we, another question before we dive into ClickUp specifically is how often should we switch systems? So maybe someone's listening to this and they're a new podcast manager and they're thinking that maybe they're, using Trello right now. And they're like, it just doesn't really click with me. So or or there's something that they just like, they can't get around it, or whatever one that they're using. So how, but I also don't want people to be switching 
anytime they hear a podcast episode. So what's your advice on switching systems? So my first thing I'm going to say is if you are currently using something that's not ClickUp and it works for you, use it. (laughs) That's my biggest thing. Like I'm not here to be like, you have to use ClickUp or else your business is going to, you know, close or whatever. Because I think I I agree. A lot of people, they hear a podcast and they're like, oh, I need that program now because, you know, they said I need it. And and that's Mm -hmm. not true. But there are some signs where it is time to change. So I actually started my business on Trello. Um, I feel like every business owner probably starts on Trello. (laughs) Yeah. But I quickly outgrew it very quickly. And the reason for that is the way that my brain works. It just was not vibing with ClickUp or with a Trello of like the board. And there was just some other stuff that for me personally, it just didn't work. I was like, this is messy. Um, So if you're feeling those things, don't force yourself to use Trello or Monday or Asana or whatever, or even ClickUp, like, you know, find the one that works for you. But another thing too, is what I mean by outgrowing is sometimes like when you get to a certain area of your business, and that could be in revenue or clients, or if you're doing product, or if you're doing passive, it could come to a certain point where like, it's just not automated enough, or it's not um, streamlined enough. And there's nothing you can really do to like make it more streamlined or make it more user-friendly for you and your team. Mm -hmm. Another big piece is having a team. So if you start to get more than like one or two team members, I personally feel like you're probably going to outgrow Trello very quickly because it's very hard to have that good overview sense of your business and how to like, you know, keep up with your team members and different things like that. Another thing that I did too, um, when I was a VA, I used all of them. (laughs) So I used Trello and Monday and Asana with other clients because I did want to find one that I, you know, really spoke to me. And for me, that was ClickUp, but I have used all of them. So I do know, you know, like how they all work. And one thing I will say about ClickUp is it has thought of everything. (laughs) So if you're a Trello user and you're obsessed with Trello, ClickUp has a board view to allow you to still feel like you're using Trello. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think is so cool. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Now, I I would do want to say something of what you just said of how you used all the different systems with clients. Because I think there is definitely a balance of understanding if you are a podcast manager and you go into a client's business and they use Asana, it might not make sense for you to say, hey, come over here to ClickUp. We're going to run your podcast management over in ClickUp because they just might not be engaged over there because they don't know yeah. ClickUp or they don't know right. Trello or whatever. So you might have to adapt whatever system you have in place to fit their project management. But you could still run your business in the system that you want to run it in. Yes. And I do have a couple of clients that actually are podcast managers. And what they do is they actually have their clients submit a ClickUp form mm-hmm. and they just upload the recording and stuff. And then kind of basically, because I feel like podcast management is a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And so they just take care of it, you know, with their system and ClickUp. And I have gotten feedback that like clients are fine with that. They don't need it like in their system. Mm-hmm. So it's also like a conversation that maybe you could have with your client too of like, hey, I'm going to take care of all this on my own. You don't have to worry about a thing outside of filling out this form when you have a new episode for me, you know? Right. And then whatever your deliverables are, like let's say you're delivering 
social media graphics that have to go over to a, to a social media manager, then you could put those wherever they need to be in your client system. Right. And then, you know, obviously ha- upload the episode and have it all scheduled and stuff. But yeah, you could just basically, yeah, like you said, take it all, do it behind the scenes in the eyes of your client and then send off whatever needs to be sent off. Yeah. Cool. So then let's go into what are the advantages of using ClickUp over another tool? So ClickUp has this tagline called one app, or they say one app to replace them all. And as a ClickUp user and expert, like I can back that like 100%. So I feel like um, with those other project management tools, all of them, not just one specifically, but Trello, Asana, Monday, I think there's like one called Basecamp. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But they all are limited at some point. At some point, you don't get to use that and you have to use something else. Mm -hmm. Where ClickUp has taken, I feel like they kind of took all of them, including Google Drive or Google Suite for the most part, and combined it into one thing and made one area. And the reason I recommend ClickUp so much is because you are able to work from one area, like one tab of your computer. And one thing that um, like as a systems expert and like productivity and increasing, you know, revenue in your business and being able to like focus on your business and not like all the tiny little tasks is not depleting your brain energy. And what's important there is distractions, right? So if you are let's say you're using Trello and then you have to go into Typeform for any forms that you use. And then you go into Google Drive and then you have to open up like, I don't know, um, Airtable for something. All of those small decisions is depleting your brain energy. And so by the end of the day, you are more burnout than you could be if you were using ClickUp and you are able to just click within the app that you're already in. Um, or project management tool that you're in and not have to go to all these different areas. And one thing like for me is I get distracted easily. Mm -hmm. And so whenever I would open Google Drive, it has like all your recent things that you were working on. And I'd be like, oh yeah, I forgot I was doing that. And then I open that instead of what I actually need to open. Yeah, that's why I don't like Google Drive. (laughs) Yes, but also... (laughs) Google Drive to me, now that I've moved away from it, is actually very frustrating because you can't quickly get anywhere. It has like, you have a folder and then another folder. And then when you open the link, it opens in another tab. And it's just, Mm. there's so much where you have to jump through, I feel like seven hoops to get where you need to go, where ClickUp has ClickUp Docs, which are literally exactly like Google Docs. But the difference is when you open them, you just open it. You don't have to go through this horrendous, like, I don't know. Um, search yeah. or something. Yes. Or like a one of those like Spartan race courses <laughs> to get where you need to go. <laughs> so one specific question about, about the ClickUp Docs is, can you just share, like, let's say, like we talked about, your client is not using ClickUp. You're using ClickUp and you're, but they say like, hey, can you send me over like the script for the show or something? And so you want to share a, click up doc with them is it as easy as sending a link or would they have yes. to like sign into a click up account no that's nice because anytime you can sign in <laughs> resistance so no you don't have to have them sign in and you know what's even better is i actually just sent out an email i think i don't remember when but it was talking about uh, google docs and how 
I don't know how many times this happened to me, but somebody shares me a doc link and I open it and I can't see it. I don't have access. Oh gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Like that happens like 90% of the time. So what I love about ClickUp is you literally hit one button and that's your link and you share it. And also don't worry, you can make things private. So it's not like just everything is out there in the open, but what is cool about it is you don't, you also don't have to worry about it. So if you do want to share something with somebody, it's very easy. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a click of a button, you share the link and they are able to view it and do whatever they need, just like a Google doc. Another thing that I really love is when you have meetings with clients and they're like, Hey, can you do X, Y, and Z? And I would assume typically this doesn't really happen with project or I mean with uh, podcast managers, but if there are podcast managers not listening, (laughs) when you have meetings with your clients, you can take notes and click up. And then the best thing ever is you can highlight them and create a task directly from it. Wow. And that's probably like one of my favorite things, because if you're using Google Docs, first of all, then you have to like link the meeting notes somewhere or share it with your client or whatever. But then you have to go in and copy and paste any tasks, you know, mm-hmm. where you can literally like as you're in your meeting, just like highlight stuff and create tasks and mm-hmm. your client can see like, awesome, this is super streamlined and productive. And they're getting this really great client experience because they're like, wow, you're super engaged with me. Like everything we're talking about is going to get done. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to send you an email, you know, in two weeks wondering where this one thing is because you create a task instead of due date and it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're also not getting off the call and thinking like, oh, now I just got off the call, but now I have to like convert everything into, you know, lists, tasks, cards, like all these things. And for me, that's almost 100% harder than being on a call. I don't like getting on a ton of calls, but I like being on calls. <laughs> but then the after part is like, feels so much heavier than it really is. It's actually not that hard. You can do it but it feels really heavy. So like that would eliminate the just like anxiety per se of like, okay, I gotta, gotta get this all ready to go. So yeah, podcast managers don't do a lot of calls, which is nice. But if they're launching a show, then they're probably going to do one or more calls. And so that could be, that could be really useful for them or if they're doing strategy calls. So it could, it could work. Hey there, I wanted to interrupt this episode with a quick message for you. If you are listening to this show, then you are either wanting to become a podcast manager or currently a podcast manager. And I wanted to invite you to my free masterclass where I show you how to become a profitable podcast manager without working more than 20 hours per week. So in this masterclass, I break down what it would look like for you to be making three to 5K per month working as a podcast manager without working more than 20 hours a week. Not only do I break that down, but I also talk about the three myths that I used to believe that was keeping me away from being a profitable podcast manager and that you might be believing as well. That and I share all the details about my podcast manager program. So if you're interested in learning more learning the three myths that might be keeping you away from becoming a profitable podcast manager, or you just want to see what does it take to be a profitable podcast manager, then grab a seat to my masterclass. I would love to see you there. Just head to laurenwrighton.com forward slash masterclass, and it'll show the next available time. 
Okay, awesome. That is it. Go sign up for the masterclass. I cannot wait to see you there. Let's get back to the episode. Is there anything that you could point out of like, hey, if your brain works like this, then you probably would like click up? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> so first of all, I feel like, like I said, again, I feel like ClickUp took, you know, pieces from Google Drive, pieces from Trello, pieces from Asana, Monday, and they kind of made this one place that works for everybody. And they, in my opinion, truly thought of all the different ways a brain works and has a way to support that. So if your brain works in board view, like Trello, they have that for you. If your brain works in a list view, they have that. If your brain works in a calendar view, they have that. If your brain works in like mind map or like Gantt view or whatever, like, I don't know, obviously people can't see me right now, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but it's like little lines everywhere, which my brain does not work that way. But if it does, they have it. And that's what I love about ClickUp is I feel like they really did like take the time to think about how everybody works differently and how everybody can be more productive in those different ways. And I think that's what a lot of other project management tools are lacking. A lot of other, I would say all of them are just like, this is how we work. And so either take it or leave it. You know, there isn't, there isn't a different way to like, oh, wow, you know, calendar view really works for me. I can see everything I need to do. I can check it off. I feel super good at the end of the day. You know, especially people that really love the three priorities a day thing, Mm -hmm. they can put that in their calendar view and like feel super productive at the end of the day, you know, when they check those off. So there's also other stuff too, that has made ClickUp just so more robust than others. There's templates, there's connecting your email so you can send emails directly from ClickUp. There's, I love the automation part of it as well. And I do know Trello has some stuff like that on the paid version. Um, I don't know everything about Trello, so I won't go into detail there. But again, like I said, I have this huge project plan anytime I do a VIP day and it takes me two clicks of a button to plan the whole thing. And I don't actually plan it, ClickUp does it like... Like everybody's already assigned, the due dates are there. They reassign or they remap due dates, which is fantastic because I just have to put in the, the VIP date. So, like, let's say it's tomorrow when I'm uploading the template, I put that date in there and then ClickUp assigns all the stuff correctly. But yeah, but so you're you're telling it like two days before the the VIP day, I need these materials. So makes the yes. due date too. So wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned earlier. Dubsado. And obviously there's other CRMs like Dubsado, but for the most part is ClickUp once the client is being onboarded and you're using another system for the landing of the client? Yes. So it's very important to know that ClickUp is a project management tool. It is not a CRM. And Dubsado is a CRM, which if people are listening, don't know that's a client relationship management. It's not, Dubsado is not a project manager. So they serve two very different things. And so it's important to know, like, you can't, I mean, you could use ClickUp, you know, to onboard people and stuff, but they're not going to send out contracts for you or invoices or email. Like you can send emails through task related stuff, but it's not going to do what Dubsado does for you in regards of onboarding clients. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really important that they, in my opinion, they're like the married couple of your business. You know, they take care of all the stuff that you don't want to do. 
And yeah. you could be like the kid in your business, right? And <laughs> just do the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just important to understand that there are things, you know, that ClickUp is not made for and understanding that you could make ClickUp a CRM, but now you're using HelloSign and Wave and doing mm-hmm. all those things manually. And if you set up a Zap for it, now that's another program. First of all, that's really expensive and it breaks like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so you're constantly wondering if it's even working. So that's why I do recommend, you know, Dubsado, HoneyBook, whatever you decide on the CRM side of it, but then also pairing it with a project management tool. Both of those work together and you need both of those. It's not like a one or the other because CRMs, while they may say that they have a project management component to it, they do not. I will just put that out there. Their idea of a project management component is literally like a task list that you manually have to make yourself. And that's not a project management tool. (laughs) Yeah, I I recently dug into HoneyBook so I could update some stuff inside of the Podcast Manager program. And yeah, they they try to to step into the, the project management a little bit. And it's like, no, get out. <laughs> yeah. Just contract invoices, keep it clean. Because then also you can you can log in and see, okay, everything has been paid. I'm We're good there. And you can then work on the project. Because that's really, I think, how we want to live in our businesses anyway, is like, we don't need to check in on contracts and invoices all the time. Like we, right. we need to be like focused on on the work and, and stuff. Right. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So one of the things I was really surprised to hear about with ClickUp personally was that they do forms. Like you said, you know, there's type forms, there's Google forms, and I have a form issue in my business. So Google forms are so ugly and type form is constantly changing their pricing and I'm so fed up with them. So like (laughs) forms are an issue for me. (laughs) Docs, I'm pretty good with forms, not a fan, but that's my specific business. For podcast managers, like you said, they can one of the cool ways to move your business into is to have your clients submit all of the information you need from them in a form. So talk to us a little bit about the streamlineness of forms and ClickUp. Yeah. So forms is like another reason um, to utilize ClickUp in the all-encompassing, you know, idea. And it really does replace, like you said, Google Forms, Type Form. I'm sure there's other ones out there. But what I love about it is you can set it like per client and all the, you can set it up exactly like how you want it. Um, It's very customized. You can add, you know, you can personalize things. And then the other piece that I love is when a client submits a form, you can set up an automation so that the due date is like maybe three days away. So anytime a client submits a form, you then get assigned to it and also like can have that due date set. So you know Mm -hmm. that you need to process whatever they gave you. And it's really cool too. I was talking with one of my uh, ClickUp clients and she's a podcast manager and she has a wonderful little form that they fill out because she has like seven or eight clients. So she's very busy and streamlining all of this is very important because seven to eight clients is a lot of work, um, regardless of what you do. And there's a lot to keep up on. There's a lot of batching going on. So 
she has it set up where they upload the recording. If there's a guest, they upload like the bio and headshot of that guest. Um, if there's any like specific notes about the podcast, they can add that in there. So she literally has thought of everything and there's no more going back and forth with the client. So also, you know, sometimes if you have, if you are using a non-form way and the client just sends you the recording, you may have like seven questions that go along with that recording and you may have to go back and forth of like, okay, well, I need, you know, a headshot of your guest or I need this or I need that where a form you can build encompasses all of that. So there is no more going back and forth. There's no more utilizing more time than you need to. You have everything that you need. And like I said, you can then automate things too. Another thing I love about it with forms is you can set it up for when somebody fills out a form, it also will populate a um subtask list underneath that of what you need to do to actually produce the podcast. So, you know, editing, show notes, description, everything will auto populate there. So you're not even adding that. Yeah, it's nice. So literally, like, you get to log into ClickUp and see like, oh, Lauren uploaded or filled out a form. I can move forward with processing this. And, you know, whatever, whatever that means for your business, maybe you batch certain things, you'd be like, perfect. Lauren is set to go on, you know, all of her show notes for next month. Mm -hmm. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's no more like thought process of like, oh yeah, I need to add this task and I need to add this and I need to add that. Like ClickUp allows so much automation that you don't have to worry again. Like you said, you know, wake up in the middle of the night, like, oh my gosh, did I forget to write Lauren's show notes? (laughs) You know? Yeah, <laughs> we do not want that. We do not want right. that. Right. Yeah. And I'm I'm thinking one of the things I teach is like the podcast manager usually, and obviously everyone's run, runs their business differently, but they're the ones that are handling the bio, the all the guest information. So the client doesn't have to send them to you because we want to eliminate a lot of that work from our clients. So I'm trying to think of like, okay, you know, if you're doing guest management for a client, then you already have a Calendly or Cutie link set up that's actually going to accept all that information from the guest or the guest, I guess, could fill out maybe a, they could fill out the ClickUp form. Yeah. But I'm thinking even if the client could fill out maybe just a smaller list of whatever they do need to get to you, because most of the time they just have to send you the recording. You are managing everything else. So they just have to upload a recording and let you know that the recording's there. Okay. So I actually have a podcast template that has the guest management piece of it as well. Mm -hmm. And it goes through a workflow of you sourcing who would be a good guest for your client. Cause I, it sounds like that's actually how you, how you do the podcast management for your students too, Mm -hmm. but you sourcing it, you pitching it, you everything. And so the template that I have actually goes through that process of pitching them, following up. And obviously like if they say yes, you're sending them what they need to do to fill stuff out. Now, I would say this may be where Acuity or Calendarly would actually be better than a ClickUp form in this sense, because what will happen is they fill out that form and can schedule their podcast date of recording. So in that sense, a ClickUp form may not be the best idea, but you still could set up some automations there where, you know, the moment that they fill out their recording you're, or fill out their 
form and schedule their recording, obviously you're going to get a notification and you can then set them up and click up to know like their podcast date. Um, you have their headshot, you have their bio. So you don't have to worry about any of that. So there are different ways to do that, uh, of like managing the guests and also managing the client, you know, of different. And also you could have like a ClickUp has custom fields too. So you could set up like their form has been filled out there. You know, this is the date that it's going live. This is the date that maybe like you require the recording. So you can always, if you need to remind your client, like, Hey, did this happen? Or did it get pushed back or whatever to follow up with? You can do that as well. Because if you, I would assume you guys need the recording before it, before it's supposed to go out. So if you yeah. know that, you know, it's supposed to go out on the 15th, you need that recording by a certain date. And so you can, you can add those different dates in there to see like, oh, I didn't get this recording. You know, what happened? Did they reschedule? Did they decide not to move forward? You know, whatever. Um, yeah. So that yeah. helps with communication with your client too. And it also helps with your client experience, which is really important. Um, and which is why systems are so important because you are showing your client that you know what's going on in their business. You really are able to manage their entire podcast. You are on top of it. You know, you have that pulse on what's going on with their podcast. And that's going to speak volumes to them because mm -hmm. now they don't have to think about that stuff. They no longer have to be like, hey, Lauren, um, I know I was supposed to get this to you, but I didn't hear from you or whatever. You know, like you're proactive in that sense. Yeah. And client experience is huge because that's how you get more clients. <laughs> you right. know? So if you're trying to grow your business, you want that happening. And yeah, and, you know, essential when you're offering really a premium service. So yes. especially since we're talking about guest management, you know, that is, as my, a lot of my listeners know, that's like really takes your your service to another level in a lot of ways, in, comp in complexity, in price, in experience, like it, it just, it takes things to another level. So like you said, let's say that your client has an interview and, you know, five minutes before the interview is about to start, they get an email from the, from the guest saying, hey, I'm so sorry, I have to reschedule. And that was right up against your due date of needing the recording. You're going to know that, hey, this, I didn't get this recording. So then you can, so then you can say, hey, client, I saw, you know, maybe they'd reach out to you, but you could also say, hey, client, I saw, I didn't get this recording. We can do this solo in its place. And they're like, great. You mm -hmm. know, they, you can just move things around and make it, and make it yes. work. And the, the whole purpose too, not the whole purpose, but a big piece of it is you want to take the responsibility off of your client. Mm -hmm. And you want to also take, I don't want to use the word, the word headache, but almost like it uses the client's brain power. And sometimes it could be frustrating, you know, trying to move around things and figure that out. You're able to take that off of their plate. And that's 100%. really important. And when you are saying this to like a high-end service and your price point, those things are, those things matter. And oh, yeah. If you, if you're like a mess all the time and you're missing deadlines or you have no idea, you know, if a guest went on or not, and then you don't reach out to your client and say like, Hey, let's do this one instead. Or, you know, if you just let them not send you podcast recordings, that's not going to look very good, especially if you're wanting like a word of mouth referral or, you mm -hmm. know, 
It's just going to feel stressful for everyone too. Yes. You'll just know like that I have to have the boundaries and the systems in place to, to maintain this so that you can keep, I'm all about my business being fun. And you mentioned like being a kid in your business. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not here to, to stress out every single day. Obviously nothing's rainbows and butterflies all the time, but we want to make this an enjoyable process for ourselves and our clients. Yeah. Yep. And you know, at the end of the day, um, our business is supposed to make us money. Like, let's be Mm -hmm. real. (laughs) We all got bills to pay. (laughs) And you want to be able to get that next client or Mm -hmm. that third client, or maybe your dream is to have an agency and hire team members. You're not going to be able to get there living out of a notebook. You just won't, unfortunately. Or even if you're someone who is like very, you don't forget anything. (laughs) You haven't had kids yet. You, your mind is a steel trap and you don't even need a notebook. That's amazing. Congrats. It doesn't matter though. I don't want to do that. (laughs) Right. And if, yeah, as soon as you hire someone that becomes not as useful because they cannot read your mind. So Yeah. yeah, eventually I'm, I'm imagining from the podcast management perspective, as soon as your client starts batching, which is amazing. That's always the goal with any client is batch recording. As soon as they start batching and as soon as you want someone else on your team, there's a complexity that is necessary. Like you you want those, uh, the, I think the goal is to, to maybe grow a team for a lot of people listening. Um, maybe not, and you don't, you don't need to. But if that is your goal, the systems become that much more important and you will make, will make things so like, oh, just this beautiful orchestrated system. Yeah. Another thing too. Um, so I obviously know a lot of people in a lot of different industries and mm-hmm. I talk with a social media um, agency a lot. And one thing that she teaches her clients is having less clients, but a higher price point. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super important too, because say, you know, you don't want to grow an agency, but you also are like looking at how many clients you would need to hit that goal that you want in, in revenue each month. And it could seem very overwhelming, Mm -hmm. but if you set up a premium service, like you're talking about, and you set up those systems and you set up like this client experience where they literally don't have to worry ever about their podcast, your price point has like tripled for sure. And now you only need three clients, you know, and that's very sustainable at maybe 20 hours a week or something Mm -hmm. where you are not trying to kill yourself anymore. And that doesn't have to be an agency. You know, like you said, if, if you're listening and you're like, I don't want an agency, I don't want a big team, put these systems in place, start to think about like how you can offer maybe like a launch VIP day where they want, you know, you can get everything ready for your launch in a day or something. And then also you can sell that person into podcast management and now you have the revenue that you want at a very lower like capacity, you know, that's going to take up your time. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, I think reminding people that it's possible to have a small, quote unquote, small business, you know, to have a really simple streamlined business and still make, let's just say 10K a month, like that's kind of the one of those numbers for people mm-hmm. is 100% possible. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't yeah. have to be 10 clients. It doesn't have to be, you know, seven clients. It can be small and like this really just like a, a powerhouse yeah. of 
of a system. Yeah. I was actually even just talking to my husband last night about like, I'm of challenging myself to make my business more simple because that really resonates with me. And there's a lot of things that I think all of us do in our businesses that are like, does this need to be done? Does it have to be? And maybe when it comes to systems, is does it have to be done this way? Is there a better way that I can do this and it can still get done, but it's just less brain energy, less complexity? Yeah. And I think ClickUp kind of allows you to do some of that too, mm-hmm. um, especially like if you are using Typeform and Google Docs and Monday and um, HelloSign and I could go on and on about acuity and, you know, (laughs) keeps going. You can consolidate all of that. And I am a big advocator in less is more when we're talking about systems and talking about different programs that you use. I actually want to say something. It's very important to have a system on paper, like a blueprint before you just get a bunch of programs. So Mm. remember that the system is not, the program is not the system. And so it's very important that you find the program that works for your system. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I mentioned if you if you have a system that uses that would have to use a lot of different programs, maybe it's time to consolidate that and think about, okay, is there maybe one program or two programs that I could use over six? Mm-hmm. Because like you said, that's taking a lot of time and energy because, you know, and money, to be honest, because you're probably paying for all of those programs as well. And also, I want to speak really quickly, too, about you saying a small business that's simple, it is possible. So I am that, you know, I work about 20 hours a week. I don't work Fridays anymore. I have a VA on my team. um, And that's it. And I have a very successful business. And, you know, I am hitting those revenue goals of, you know, I run a six-figure business and I'm by myself. I'm not by myself. I have a VA, but I don't have this gigantic team and I'm not, I don't have this enormous amount of expenses and all this kind of stuff. What I've done is streamlined my business so much. And it's so simple that I'm able to, like you said, enjoy my business and have fun in it and have freedom in my life, you know, to go do things in the middle of the day, you know, like working on a nine to five or in corporate or wherever it is, it's so hard to just go to the doctor. <laughs> right. How do you know? Or, or like once you have kids, I literally don't understand how this happens. Like um, my daughter's elementary school on Wednesdays, they get out at, they have early release and they get out at 3 p.m. How are people doing? Like they just yeah. come home at 3.05. Like if I wasn't working at home or a stay-at-home mom, how, how is this working for people? Right. So yes, 100%. Yeah, I'm able to go to my doctor appointment in the middle of the day on mm-hmm. a Tuesday. Like... <laughs> And there's no issue, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So just key points, I think, would be like build systems where you want to be, not where you are right now. Make sure you kind of have that blueprint before you decide that you're going to get, you know, 17 different programs up and running, you know, like try and think about that because less is more when it comes to, I don't know if this is a word, simplizing your business. <laughs> uh, yeah, simplizing. I guess. <laughs> I think that's a word. <laughs> I was going to say simplicity, but that's not the right word. No. <laughs> so simpl- it's not simpl- Oh my gosh. Simplifying. Thank you. Simplifying. <laughs> we got uh, it. But yeah, simplifying your business um, is key. If you're going to want freedom or growth, you know, like revenue growth, just different stuff, you know, it's different for everybody, but it's still the same equation. Yeah, that's a, that's a great 
uh, note to end on. Where can we learn from you, Casey, after this episode? Instagram. <laughs> Love it. I am all over Instagram. Um, it My name, Casey Ackerman. Ways to work with me or, you know, find out more about that kind of stuff is my website, CaseyAckerman.com. Um, I do have a couple freebies out there. So if you are interested in, you know, dabbling with ClickUp, I have some ClickUp freebies out there. And then I also have templates. I actually have a template for podcast management. And I have a ClickUp course. So if you're wanting to DIY your stuff, I have that too. Awesome. Thank you so much. We will include that in the show notes so people can find you on Instagram and get all of those resources. Thank you so much for, for chatting with us about this. I think I'm hoping that it will inspire people to, to streamline things and to, you know, to, to set up a system that they is it going to really work for them? Because I think that's kind of the ultimate goal. And then to get to get out of the system and live some life. So thank you for helping us with that. And thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Lauren. It was a great time. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.